You're listening to the Mistress of None podcast with Aaron Harks. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Wednesday, everybody. This is Aaron Harks, Mistress of None. Thanks for tuning in once again. Oh, I'm going to attempt to tell my stories without using a lot of ums and uhs. I'm willing to hire somebody to give me little shocks when I'm recording so that I don't do that or if I pause longer than a couple of seconds for something that's not dramatic. So if you want to apply for that job, uh, go fuck yourself. I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, so I, uh, let's see, I've talked to musicians, I've talked to venues, I've talked to comedians, I am back to music today. The Mistress of None is a musician, comedian, event planner, uh, writer, recovering alcoholic, uh, trying, oh, zap, I'm trying other things as well. I'm attempted to get into uh, publicity and be PR. I have a good advantage there. That is something that I would like to venture into at some point, uh, but I'm just drifting now with my ADD. Anyway, so back to music. Music has been my main source of income for over 10 years. I've been performing for almost 25 years in the capital region. I know how you're so young. Anyway, shut up. I love music. I, I love that I am able to play and sing. It's it's a gift. I don't take it for granted. I enjoy doing it. I have been struggling a little bit in the past year or so with identity, I guess, is the best way to put it. Um, I was trying to take notes so that I would remember exactly what to how to say this because I worded it perfectly and now I can't remember but I'll, I'll try and see I'm really organized if you can't tell how I identify as a musician has been always an interesting balance for me the past year more so especially since the pandemic I think the pandemic obviously changed everybody there's no way you came out of that unscathed or the same person. And some people changed for the better and some people changed for the worse. There are some character defects that I have that are definitely a little more flawed now, but I like to think some things that I was able to grow from it. I My biggest fear was that I would be out of work without any warning, just lose my income no warning, no nothing, just boom, be out of a job. And then I was faced with that. That happened. I was supposed to leave for a tour on March 13th. And I started to consider canceling it. And if I had waited 12 hours, it wouldn't have been up to me. And all of a sudden, everything was canceled, except for Florida. Florida was like, you can still come down. We're not closing shit. And I was like, yeah, I barely wanted to go, much less get stuck there. No offense. It's hot and other things. Anyway, you understand. I love my friends down there. I really do. They know who they are. But that state is terrifying. Anyway, moving on. So during the pandemic, right before the pandemic, I was starting to feel a little out of sorts with playing music. Maybe I'm getting older. Maybe I'm getting more finicky. I know that I've already mentioned how I stopped taking the solo acoustic cover gigs because they just weren't doing it for me. And I started to feel that way before the pandemic. And then I did my online shows, which I'm so grateful for. And I got such good feedback and I had people saying the nicest things to me. And like, we were all able to, in a sense, be together for a while, but it was really hard for me to play to my own reflection, which was getting increasingly droopy by the day because I'm usually a little heavier in the winter anyway. And then when everything got shut down, I just leaned into it. You know, <laughs> like I was, mm, let's bake bread. Uh, I was watching my face expand while I played and the clap hand emojis just weren't cutting it for me after a while. So 
when things started to open back up, I jumped at every opportunity I could get to play. I just wanted to be back out in front of people. I wanted to play again. And I forgot how miserable I was starting to feel before the pandemic started. And so I've been trying to make this shift back into the original music, back into the shows where people actually listen and engage. That's really important to me. And I really, I have been inspired by the local scene with some of the original music that has come out of here by some amazing artists. And I want to be part of that again. That was how I started. And then I got pulled in. I got sucked into making a good living. And I got complacent. And so I'm backtracking, trying to get back into that scene for, for myself. But again, the identity thing is I've just never thought of myself as very cool. And I know that there's a handful of people out there that might think that I'm cool. Uh, I don't agree. There's people that are way cooler than me that I wish thought I was cool and they don't. And that's, you know, some high school bullshit, but that's how I feel. And so the types of music that I listen to and that I love, I would never play. It's just not my style. It's just never been my style. And anything that I do that doesn't come organically feels forced and it doesn't feel genuine and it's not something that I want to do. But I also wonder, it's, I, I compare it to, you know when you cook food for a group of people and people can be like, oh my God, this is amazing. And you're like, yeah, it tastes okay. Because you cooked it. Or when somebody makes you a drink. Or when you hear your own voice. Like I am struggling listening to, nobody likes the sound of their own voice, I don't think. I was struggling listening to some of my old podcasts because I was like, ah, that, uh, like sorry to everyone else that's not hearing what I'm hearing or is hearing what I'm hearing. But I know I'm my own worst critic. And so I feel like maybe the music is better than I think it is. But it's because I made it that I'm like, well, that doesn't sound cool. Um, I even tried to collaborate with some people and I'm having a blast collaborating with some. And there was one person that actually rejected me when I reached out to them. And I was a real big fan of what they were doing. And I noticed that they were collaborating with a lot of other artists in the area and they just didn't want to. And I try really hard in my life not to take things personally, but that was personal. That was not, I just don't have the time right now. It was flat out like, I just don't feel like it. I don't think we'd be a good fit. And I was like, okay, that, you know, that sucked. That hurt my feelings. But I continued on. I pressed on and I started working on new stuff anyway and started trying to be cool and probably failing, and that's fine, because whatever comes out, comes out, and maybe even if I don't find it cool, maybe somebody else might. Fuck it, who knows? So that brings me to today's guest. I have had the honor of working with Josh Morris uh, as a drummer for my band, uh, he has helped me finish writing a few songs. He's helping me record. He's helping me with my comedy album. And he's helping me with my identity a little bit. I feel very comfortable with him. I've shared stuff with him when we're in the studio, when we're having writing sessions that I, that I don't share with just anybody. And that is a, that's a gift. And that's because he's a very comfortable person. He's there's no way to describe it without like, you know, emasculating or insulting him. But he's like, and not soft. There's no good way to say it. He's, he's a gentle beast. And he's one of the funniest guys I know. He's super talented as a producer, as a singer, as a songwriter, as a drummer, and as a human. And we had such a fun interview. And it was such a delight to sit and talk with him. We went on for a little bit, but you know, I had at least one fan ask for a longer podcast. So be careful what you wish for. Uh, this is Mr. Sub Nun. We'll be right back with Josh Morris. You're listening to the Mistress of None podcast with Aaron Harks. 
All right. This is Mistress of None. I am Aaron Harks, and I am here today with Josh Morris. That's me. Hi, Josh. Hey there. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much for finding the time. I know how busy you are. Yeah. Yeah. Some might say it's busy. Some might say it's, you know, just manic energy. But Who are those people? Uh, I don't know. Me. Yeah, we, that you you're know, just we, listening to your the voices in your head. I get that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. It's like some people think this about me. I think. I think. Um, <laughs> so a little bit about my relationship with Josh, because you know I have to start every episode by making it about me. Um, I hate him. He knows this. I can't imagine why. He knows why. Yeah. I here's know. here's why here's why I hate you. Okay, let's just get this out. Mm-hmm. Let's just get start off. I've been a, waiting to hear this. For a I'm while. good. I'm glad. I want to do this with everybody listening, <laughs> so there's no mistaking it. Josh has been playing in my band on and off for about a year now. Yeah, a little over a little year. over a year, yeah. and until he started playing with my band, I was the funniest one in the band. And I don't fucking appreciate your little giddy laugh and your sense of humor. Well, <laughs> I mean, you've only ever seen me when I'm being funny or in a good mood. So I, I didn't know that another side well, of you existed. It depends. It depends if it's like, you know, before 10 a.m. and I haven't had coffee or if like I will ever see you before 10 a.m. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you've you're lucky. You suggested that before and you're... I've laughed harder <laughs> than anything else you've ever said. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you want to record today? Like, Come no. over at 10. 930. No. Yeah, suck <laughs> my dick. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. But here's why that bothers me. Not that he's funny is that. I now I get how you know everybody else feels when they walk up to a group laughing violently, and I'm immediately like, "What? What? <laughs> what's the joke? What, what's going? Tell on? me what's so funny? Yeah, stop making fun of me. Well, most of the time I don't even know what's so funny. Like I I just got back from a from a tour, and we were laughing at um, me just making like noises in the Boston accent. Okay, we were in Boston. So like that tracks. Every time I go, I just have to call everyone a cock. You know. <laughs> Like everyone's a cock and we drove uh, across the bridge to the Haba and a cat. And then we went to the fucking Havid Yad and it was fucking fantastic. All right. But- I I apologize to those of you who may be offended <laughs> by that's a better Boston accent I mean, than Alec Baldwin, though. Well, he, true. Yeah, and uh, Jack Nicholson, for that matter. Like that the, whole movie was it's, just it's bad. Trash. It's really fucking bad. It's really processes. Fucking, it's the de- <laughs> the departed. It's like throw the body in the mash. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. At least like at least Leo didn't even try. Like I appreciate no, that. Like don't no. it, you know? Well, the funny thing about like a show like Cheers, Cheers, where they're all supposed to be from Boston, you got you got Carla <laughs> who's got like some Brooklyn accent from yeah. like Long Island or Staten Island or something. Except for Cliff, nobody else had an accent on that show. Right, right. That's true. Yeah. So at least they didn't try it because that just would have been. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, well, I'm, I told you I was watching Peaky Blinders right now. And Sam Neill, the guy from Jurassic Park, he yeah. plays like the, the have you seen the show? No. Have you, so he plays like a direct or a, a detective or something. And he has this atrocious Irish accent. And it's like, dude, if you're like, like even Killian Murphy's not having an irish accent and he's irish yeah so like he's got like a brummy accent and like it, it you just shouldn't do it you, you shouldn't no. i mean either find an actor that can do it or yeah. just don't attempt it like i think yeah. the departed was a good movie and it would have been just as good if i, I think alec baldwin is a great actor obviously yeah. jack nicholson is a great actor yeah. if neither one of them tried this boston accent i think we still would have really enjoyed the movie i mean fuck right. they do a movie about chernobyl with dudes with british accents they're british yeah. you know yeah. nobody's going like no what like you know just let it <laughs> yeah. go man yeah right right that's true Anyway, wow. <laughs> this is how easily we get sidetracked. We Pretty haven't easily. talked about anything. No, no. Except for the fact that I hate him. Anyway, so right. Josh is <laughs> Josh is a very, very talented musician. And I know Thank it you. seems like my podcast, I'm usually like kissing a lot of ass, but it's that I only interview people that I'm really interested and impressed with. And you are one of those people. Thank you. You're welcome. You play multiple Feels instruments. Good. You sing. Uh, you wrote a banger song. Thanks. How many people have? Uh, just over like 30,000 well, right now. you don't now. have to say it that Streams. way. That makes you sound kind of like a dick. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Just about 30,000. 30,000. 30,000. 30,000. Yeah. You know. Yeah. For, it's cool. 
in regular news, that would be huge. But in capital yeah. region terms, that's that's very very impressive. It's cool. It's it's the most streams I've I've gotten on a song. I've released plenty of music before, but I I mean I I it's it's weird. You know you you do something for so long and you get to a point where you're like, okay, maybe I'm figuring this out. Maybe I'm understanding how this works. Uh, and not, there's always setbacks, but you have moments where you're like, cool. But those works. moments, I mean, they're few and far between. Yeah. Yeah. The, the soul crushing rest of it. <laughs> but those ni- those moments are really great. Like, I think, yeah. I think I know what I'm doing. Yeah. It, it pulls you out of it a little bit. And, uh, you know, there, there's obviously, more than a handful of people to thank for for that but it's uh you're it's, welcome yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh it, it's it's a cool thing to see and i and i really i put in a lot of work to it and i reached out to a lot of people and i think uh yeah it's it's just super cool to see and i'm hoping the momentum keeps i think it going. will yeah yeah i mean i was definitely like referring to it as like the song of summer and now that summer is mm. almost over i'm that crazy gonna call it the song of fall the song of because fall. i like i mean i it got stuck in my head mm. in the best way possible. That's awesome. You know, and, you know, I tell you I hate you, so I clearly yeah. have no reason. Like, you know, I pay you to spend time with me, so <laughs> it's not like I need to butter you up. But the song is called Ready for Your Love. It's on all of the platforms, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Which do you prefer if anybody gets it? Was there one that pays more than others? You get uh, like one-tenth of a penny from Apple and one-seventh of a penny from Spotify? Pretty or? much. Yeah. yeah, I think Apple's a little bit more. I mean, it's all a fucking, you know, rigged system anyway. So, I mean, you know, you can complain about it or you can just be like, hey, listen to it. Because, like, at the end of the day, you're not getting money from streaming. You're getting it from if you're really in it, like you're touring, you're selling merch, you're playing shows, you know, so it's, it's a combo. You can't expect one no. thing to pave your way unless you're Beyonce. Right. But right. I actually saw this today, which I'm going to bring up. Um, The latest music streaming royalty rates are as follows. And I'm going to skip over the ones that don't fucking count. <laughs> Apple music, you get 0. 0.008. So that's gone down. That's gone down. Wow. So streams required, required. I'm, totally sober required to make one dollar are 125 streams to make one dollar i hope you all are listening to this go stream on repeat leave the fucking room if you want but stream that shit i i've heard people get in trouble for that though i have heard about that uh it's kind of like okay don't do that then sorry i don't know i've i've heard about that going wrong like you'll you'll set it on repeat and it'll just keep playing and spotify will dock your streams because they see yeah i don't how know how dare they i don't know how true that is i mean i don't have a you know somebody to look that up for well, me well you only have a passing acquaintance with the truth so you know i do take yes. that with a grain of salt but I'm, you know all right maybe don't <laughs> i love spreading misinformation Maybe don't, yeah. Maybe don't put it on a loop. Just listen to it a few times. Will it fucking kill you if you listen to it one hundred and twenty-five times? Josh will get a dollar. Thank you. And now, because of this amazing podcast, he's gonna have to give me fifty cents on that. Nice. I see what you did there. Yeah, right. Thank you. Like that. All right. Okay. It gets worse. Amazon Music is point zero zero four zero two. So you need two hundred and forty nine streams to get a dollar. Spotify is point zero zero three one eight. So you need three hundred and fourteen streams to get a dollar. So out of the big three, Apple's still the best. Apple is the best. Okay. Okay. So get a song on Apple. All right. I don't care if you're like hip and you think that Spotify is the way to go. Well, that's an interesting thing, too, because I don't know, because the big thing about Spotify is playlists. So that's like what what I got into and and really like trying to get my music in those playlists. I don't know how you is. Are there playlists for Apple Music? Yeah, there are. Yeah. Like curated playlists that you can get on. Well, I don't know if it's the same as Spotify. I mean, I've made playlists. Mm. Um, I don't really like share them because they're usually for weddings and stuff. Right. Yes. And I don't want people thinking that I'm listening to Luke Combs or no offense to Luke Combs. I'm just not a fan. Yeah. yeah. You know, or like these those terrible first dance songs that we've talked about. Like (laughs) I loved her first. (laughs) I hailed her first. Oh, my God. I had a bride read one of my wedding blogs. Oh. And she was like, so I know that you're going to make fun of me, but that's the song. I want. And I'm like, I'm not going to make fun of you. Like, I'm, I, I am. I, I am. Will. But OK. <laughs> but I did feel bad. I was like, well, listen, I'm, you know, yeah, and I then I said, I don't have a dad. So and then they feel bad oh, for yeah. me and they let it go. Um, <laughs> I had two, but they both sucked. Damn, dads. Come right? on. Come on. Do better. Seriously. <laughs> 
Come on, I was gonna Dad. make a really bad joke. Never mind. I no, can't do right. it. No, nope. right. can't do it. <laughs> tell me. After. I don't want to get fucking canceled five episodes in. <laughs> I will tell you after. You're gonna laugh really hard. <laughs> All right. So what else? Let's see. So Josh has been playing drums for me, mm-hmm. and um, he has uh, made half the band deaf. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, especially poor Andy. Yeah. He doesn't wear earplugs. He doesn't wear earplugs. I've I've told him that many times. I've recommended the eargasm ones. They're fantastic. I'm gonna ask you to tone it down. Sorry. All right. <laughs> I just can't help it. They are they're great though. I mean, uh, I even got him some free ones. Like Cafe Lena did a whole thing where yeah. they like and he was like, Thanks for that. And then he forgets them. That's his problem, is that he forgets things. Right. Well, and that's a guitar player thing because uh, that's an Andy thing. Okay. Yeah, well <laughs> well, it's just kind of uncanny though, because my my best friend Zane is a tall blonde guitar player that forgets things. Mm-hmm. So it just and they went to the same high school. Oh, you school. blaming the hair color? No, 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 no. Because you, you don't forget bl- things. Yeah, I do. Okay, well we <laughs> we all do. I mean, we're busy, right? You're busy, but it it's actually kind of shocking though. If you spent like five minutes with Zane, you'd be like, "You're Andy, just skinnier and taller, <laughs> like much taller, with size fourteen feet." Well, you know why I don't forget my. My earplugs is because Josh likes to test his bass drum when I'm plugging in my pedals right yeah. in front of him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I he looks innocent, like he's not doing it on purpose. I'm but not. I know you're not. I know you're I'm so not. full of shit. It's fucking ridiculous. No, I swear to God. What was the last time that happened though? Every I'll, time I'll try- it happens. Well, every time the one I remember is Altamont Fair, and you look back and you were like. And I was like, look, look, I swear, like, the sound guy just said, give me kick drum. And I was like, okay. All right. <laughs> to be fair, the Altamont Fair, uh-huh. I came in hot. And I admitted it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah? was running so late. I was not even paying attention. Oh, really? I was just, I mean, I, and I, after I gave everybody such a hard time about not being late, you know, and <laughs> dealing with traffic and stuff, nice. I went to pick up some SD cards for cameras that we ended up not even fucking using that day anyway. Sick. But I got caught in this like weird like traffic thing and mm-hmm. then it kept redirecting me and it kept adding time. And then when I got in the gate, you know, oddly enough, they don't know who, who I am. <laughs> and they're sending me like in all different directions and shit. And I'm just like, I'm in, I'm in the band. Like, can you just. Well, they did that to Cody, too. They wouldn't let Cody in. Well, I could understand that. I mean, yeah, you just well, want to yeah. bust on him, right? If he's listening. <laughs> if you see him, you're like, oh, this guy. We're going to find out if Cody's listening right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cody. This is usually where he texts me when his radar goes up. He's, he's like, someone say me. my name. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, like, just, they asked me for a list of performers in the band. I right. had to write out the whole thing. So they know we're all so coming. So they know you're coming. Yeah. So you figure if you're filling out stuff like that. It's so that they can check it when you get to the gate. But no, right, like right, right. I could have rolled in with a truck full of firearms. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not that I ever would. <laughs> I don't own any. Wink. But uh, then also like, you know, a stage plot, which I can't tell you how many times I've done a oh, stage yeah. plot. And then I get to the gig and I'm like, yep. it's not where there, there's something that happens in between those two communication mediums because like did i ever tell you what happened to me at pride fest when i came to sound check did i tell you that no well maybe you did did. but tell tell everybody i okay so like this i came from from church for the sound check because you need to go to church before you hang out with a bunch of right because i got to cleanse myself and then go be gay because i don't want to go to (laughs) sorry he's super Uh, woke he's just kidding i'm kidding uh i i went to the sound check and on the way there got in like super easy there's this guy near the gate he was i was like yeah i'm playing with aaron harks i gotta do a sound check whatever and so he's like oh absolutely come right in so i went and i got in and i did the sound check and then i left when i came back for the actual set i got to the gate and there was this girl there probably like 21 probably and all dressed in you know pride gear and i was like sick this is gonna be so easy it's gonna be a nice person that just lets me in i rolled up to the gate and i'm like hey uh, i have to play with aaron harks she's like yeah i was like (laughs) What the fuck? Like, she literally was yelling at me. And I was like, dude, I there's drums in the back of my car. Yeah. Like, clearly I'm with the band. But also, who's 
trying to get into a free festival. Oh, right. And I you I had a parking pass. I had a parking and pass. And we had my a neck. whole system in place with like people with yeah. phones and walkie talkies. Yep. And you just you you met the dragon master. You I know did. what it is. Cis white male. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look at me. They're like, oh, this guy's here with a fucking AK-47. This guy only bangs women. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. Well, it was just confusing because uh, like it, like the, the guy that let me in first looked way more threatening. And he was like this. Oh, was big, that? Oh, no, never mind. Just some big security guy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's going to give me a hard time. And then he was like, oh, come just, on in, brother. It shows like, you not to judge a book by its cover. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> no, and uh, I know why you didn't tell me because he literally like we had to oh, I was we had to like stall while mm. we were waiting for you to get there. Yeah, yeah. I had no time to bitch. Like, I was like Yeah, we had, you know, the DJ yeah. but remember I was like, hey, yeah, just yeah. take a deep breath, sit down, but, the but DJ's playing up. a song, but also let's fucking go. You know, like <laughs> that's when I, I try to be like I, I'm supportive and I appreciate everything you've done to be here today. But if you don't hit that fucking drum in the next five minutes, um, well, because I didn't want to lose the crowd too. Yeah, like, so of it was like not. you know they they love the people that they've heard of, and not everybody there had heard of us. I mean, they sure. loved us. We did yeah. great. It was fun. That was that was probably my favorite gig of the summer. Even though I was a fucking zombie mm-hmm. for it, it it was amazing. It, it was, was so hot though. Oh my god. It was yeah, it was hot as balls, mm. but it was fun for like the 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 younger um well, you're the youngest, so go <clears throat> fuck yourself. But uh some of the younger members of the band that yeah. hadn't experienced something like that before. It was yeah. kind of fun to watch them be like that was awesome. It like, was amazing. Yeah, no, that was that was one of the coolest crowds I played for, and I've been to Pride a bunch of times, but I never played it. So that was like a totally different. Usually, I'm just sweating in the crowd. Yeah, and I well, was you're sweating, sweating everywhere. Come sweating on, let's, every, you I'm sweating to, right now. I know you are. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not. It's kind of cold down here. If if you don't have the video access to this, just know that Josh is the hairiest and sweatiest yeah. man I've ever met. It's but bad. It's all right though. It's he bad. works hard for it. But uh, no, Pride was fun, and we've been asked to come back next year. Really? Yep. Okay. Even if I'm not here, I will. You're not going anywhere. I will. Let's talk about this. Let's talk. Let's talk about this with everybody listening. Uh oh. You're listening to the Mistress of None podcast with Aaron Harks. Josh thinks I think he thinks he's going to move to Nashville. Yeah. And I'm torn between wanting to support a very talented friend of mine <laughs> and not lose him. Right. I think he should stay until I die. I don't think I'm asking too much. You know, I you really don't do anything for me. This is a really small, this is not a heavy lift. Just wait till I die. It's not going to be long. Uh, no, it, it could be a long time. I don't. It could be. I'm not that healthy. I'm not that healthy. No, I am. <laughs> I was gonna say. I I'm feel gonna like be alive are. forever. No, hey. um, no, I would just. I would really. I would miss you. I would miss you guys too. I would miss you. I would miss. Oh, don't. Any. Why you have to lump everybody in? I no, no, no. I was, you I was gonna life. go down the list. All right. I, so like, I, oh, oh, in order. Yeah. Okay. I'll wait. I'll <laughs> I wait. was gonna say I was gonna miss you. I'll miss Andy and Ian, Cody and Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> no. This is how we're seeing no, if they're sorry. listening. No, <laughs> I, I, I would miss you, and I would miss the band, and I feel like, uh. It's just such a good group of people that like because I remember the first time I played with you guys. I think it was was it at the beach club or was it a wedding? It was a wedding. It was a Wait. wedding. No, yeah, it was that. It I was... had you on the on the beach club the day before just so we could get like acclimated. Right. Yeah, so we played the beach club, which was nice because that was a familiar setting yeah. to me. You know, so that was a good kind of like you know. And you were filling in at the time, and I kind of like yeah. put it to the uh, the regular drummer at the time. I was like please let him play with us the night before so we're not going right. in cold at a wedding. Not that I didn't trust you, but, like, yeah. you have to have a minute to, like, connect with... Well, those th- those can, you know, as you've witnessed, those things can go... Horribly wrong. ...really fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you locked in right away. Yeah, well, it you was... You did a, your homework. Yeah. You play at crackhead speeds. Yeah. Which yeah. I appreciate. That was... <laughs> that was something to get used to. I Hold on. The first show, that show, we played levitating... And and Cody looks over at me because I didn't know that you played it that fast. Yeah. Cody looks over at me and he goes, 
uh, right before the song started, he goes, yo, hold on. she plays it really fast. Just listen. Just listen. He's like up with his trumpet and his fucking iPad. And he's like, listen, listen. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and then you go, if you want to run away with me, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then I had to get ready. And I was like, you know, so that that kind of scared the shit out of me. But with that song in particular, at the time, I don't feel like I'm doing it that fast. And then when I listen to a playback, like when I'm trying to put together audio for like, you know, reels and clips and stuff yeah. like that, I'm like. What the fuck? Well, because when the adrenaline's going, like you already have it in your head that it's going to be faster, and then the adrenaline's going, and it's like three percent faster. You know, I have no regrets. No, I feel like it's good. It feels like keeps people up and energized. It makes me so anxious when something is slow. I'm like, this needs to go faster. I get that. Well, especially from a drummer standpoint, because I've played with drummers. I've never had a problem with dragging. It's always been like, like rushing was always a problem for yeah. me just because I, I love playing and I get into it. Um, but well, you're one of the steadiest drummers I've ever played with. Thanks. Like when you start, you're like, this is where we are. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I just, well, I've, it's, I worked a lot with metronomes when I was a kid. That's I, a really good way to yeah, learn. Yeah. Traditional snare drum. And it's like, you know, if you're off on a NISMA performance, they're like nine. Oh, you know? yeah. So oh, NISMA. Jesus bad. Christ. That's taking me back. Yeah. Palpitations. Yeah, um, I did NISMA before you were born, you cocksucker. <laughs> I did. I only did it twice, like solo. I did it twice solo. And then I did a, a few band ones, like NISMA band ones. Um, God, I but don't miss that. But that's a really good way to learn, though, like the metronome. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, yeah. it, like you have this good innate ability to still be in the song. Mm. But also there's a part of you that checks out. That's like one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four. Like I can see yeah. it. And I I, I, I never have to give you the, the lift. Yeah. The lift yeah, sign yeah. for like, let's go. Let's speed it up. And if I do, yeah. it's just boom right away. But I mean, I just I really appreciate you. I think you're a fantastic drummer. Thank you. And, Thank you. I love doing if it. If you move. I'm going to follow you with my truck of firearms that I tried to bring to the fair. <laughs> my truck of firearms. You'll fit right in. in I'll Nashville. just fire it out. Yeah. In Nashville, I'll be on the street firing it off. I'll be like, it's not safe here. Yeah. Go back home. Go get off of Broadway. Get on back. Get on back to home. You're not safe here. And then you'll call me and be like some angry person with a weird voice yells at me and fires guns outside of my apartment every night i'll be like just come home where it's safe that's so weird you should get out of that city yeah you know be a big fish in a small pond yeah well seeing that's um michael hallisey said the same thing to me he was like why don't he's you very just... smart he's very he's a smart guy um it's yeah like it feels like i'm definitely leaving something behind if i go a, a, a lot of things behind you know because this is like i mean we're sitting here in my parents basement with the studio behind. oh yeah us. josh lives with his parents i do i'm a fucking loser um <laughs> neener 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 yeah i'm a fucking loser uh i yeah it's you know, it's something that's going to be set in motion in the next couple months or so because my girlfriend and I were talking about it and she's got to get uh, surgery, actually, Ooh. and she's going to be late. It's nothing like too serious, but it's like something she's got to get fixed. And, but it's uh, going to delay. It's well, no, because she was like, well, why don't you? Yeah, you're like, I mean, well, I hope she's OK. No, but also, yeah, like, fine. drag this shit out. No. Yeah. It, well, it's one of those things I'm probably going to go down once summer's over, you know, uh, whenever that actually is. Summer in, of 2024. <laughs> yeah okay uh sure. sure and i'm gonna you know because i have a lot of friends down there i want to i want to stay there for like a just a allotted amount of time to get used to things and see if i try actually it out. yeah try it out because i i don't you know i want to if i'm gonna live there anywhere i'm going to live for an extended period of time like more than two or three years i'd want to have a house and put a down payment on it and figure it out. You know? So you're going to go from living with your parents to home ownership? No, probably not yeah, just I, like okay, that. No, right. it's going to just... have to be an apartment or a rental house or something. Um, a rental house. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Joshy. You're going to hey, be back before you know it. <laughs> hey, you know, well, the, that's the problem now is that, I mean, that's a fucking pipe dream is, is owning a house, yeah, renting let's, a house Well, right baby now. step that shit, okay? Baby you know, steps, like crash yeah. on a couch. Right, right. Then, you know, sublet, yep. be somebody's roommate for a little bit. Like, right. Well, that's the thing is like I have a bunch of friends down there that have open rooms yeah. ha or have open rooms coming up or whatever, you know, leases are ending. So 
uh, it's gonna take some figuring out. Yeah. But I'm gonna. I want to spend more time down there because I've only been like three times now and i've never stayed there longer than a week okay so i know what there is to offer but i also there's a lot more so well can you finish my fucking album first yeah Jesus. Oh, both of them both of them we're, you mean we're doing the music and, too yeah, yeah yeah i mean i would love to we're gonna spend most of november together just That's fine fyi you're gonna live here i'm gonna live here yeah speaking of living here with josh's parents i've met both your parents uh-huh. multiple times. His yep. mom made some really good turkey tacos before our show. Those were sick. Yep. Um, they're wonderful people. Mm-hmm. They seem very supportive. Yes, always, always have been. How are you so funny and talented with having good parents? Because that's normally <laughs> well not the case. So my dad has always had a good sense of humor. It's and I get most of that from him. Not that my mom doesn't have a sense of humor. Uh, it's just that his is very, like, stupid and uncanny. Like yeah. My, you know, like mine has become. So he tells a lot and of jokes while he's beating you? <laughs> yes. Um, he, uh, <laughs> he uh, yeah. It, I mean, it It just kind of, uh, I don't know. Like, it. it I, I. a lot of, like, his sayings from when I was a kid, like I've told you before, like, uh, uh, I got a shit like a crippled goose. Yeah. You know, one of those. Got a uh, piss like a three peckered billy goat <laughs> or 10 peckered. Billy a, goat? Yeah. It's a, I got a piss like a 10 peckered mule. Uh. Jo- <laughs> <laughs> Josh tells me more about his bathroom escapades than anybody I've ever met in my life. And yet it's hilarious. I feel like most of the people, if they were like, I got a shit like it, I'd be like, ew, what? But well, Josh says it, and I just fucking laugh automatically. But it's the delivery, though. It, it is the delivery. I've learned how to deliver things, but you know, it's, it's the confidence. Right, right. It's the confidence like, because I know people have laughed at it before, and like that was like my friend Delaney said when I was just on tour with her. She was like, "I I knew we were gonna have a good time, but I did not know I was gonna laugh that fucking hard." Yeah. And I was like, "When you're in the right space with the right people, you can laugh about fucking anything." Like. Literally, not fucking anything. (laughs) Well, you you can. You can. uh, (laughs) That the delivery's got to be real good for that. Real good, yeah. But I, you know, what's funny though. The only person that doesn't laugh at me is my girlfriend because she just thinks it's stupid. Same. Yeah. My husband husband, is my least biggest fan when it comes to that stuff. But that's what makes me try so hard. Me too. Well, I try it out on her, and I know it's gonna fail every time. But then I'll try it out on someone who, like, you know, would usually laugh at my jokes, and I'd be like, "See, I am funny." See, yeah. you know, yep. you're you're just fucking you don't get it. I have I have a, a spectrum, okay? If yeah. I want hard knock response or lack thereof to a joke, I tell my husband. Yes, yeah. If I yeah. want a sycophant who's just going to unconditionally laugh at everything I say, I go to my best friend Ed. And then there's some people scattered along the way. And I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not really trying to see if the joke works. I want it to work or I don't want it to work. Right. Right. I know what I'm doing. And sometimes I just need somebody to be like, (laughs) and that's, I don't go to my husband for that because I'm not going to fucking get that. If I want real critique. Right. And he'll like even a joke and it'll kill that same night or on the album or in New York. Right. Right. And it's something that he was like, eh. You know, yeah. he never laughs at me, and no, that's okay. Well, and I uh, another thing that my dad always told me is you got to know your audience. You got to, like, you get really, like, read the room, and I always do that. And I'm always, like, when I'm hanging out with a new group of people, like, when I was first meeting you and the band, I was like, all right, what, what are the boundaries here? Like, what? And then I was like, oh, there are none. Sick. Yeah. Okay. And that was it. <laughs> oh, because at the Beach Club, we didn't really get the chance to all hang out yeah, as yeah. a band. Um. Because we like show up, we set up, we play, we break down, we get the fuck out of there. It's late. The wedding the next day, usually with any weddings, people know we get there really early. I make the band get there really early. I want buffer time. I want to make sure I I make them get there early. I stroll in whenever the fuck. Um, But we set up and we try everything. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. Granted, look like I have a lot more stuff to set up. But also, you know, I pay people to set other stuff up sure. if i had to do sure. more i would whatever yeah, i have yeah. no excuses i should be there earlier but i'm not whatever i'm old <laughs> so um but with the wedding we set up early we test everything before anybody gets there so that you know we can make all the squeaks and honks and the bad noises that we have to make yep. and then 
we break and then we usually sit around anywhere from three to four or five hours right. and wait for the wedding to start because yeah. uh, there's ceremony that not everybody does and there's cocktail that not everybody does and then dinner and then reception. So it does suck. Sometimes we have to get there like super early and then we just sit around. But sometimes you have these gold moments. And in that first wedding with us, that was why I liked you so much because of right. how hard you were laughing at like everything I said. And I'm like, this dude needs to be in uh-huh. my life forever we were talking about <laughs> nipples yeah i think while we were eating sandwiches or was it uh well i brought the sandwiches earlier i don't know how the nipple thing came up i don't fucking remember but yet. i started talking about how mine get hard at really inappropriate times and then i managed to find this picture of me that my friend took when we were out to dinner having sushi oh. where i'm sitting with a big plate of sushi in front of me and the two biggest titty hard-ons that you've ever seen and i'm laughing because i noticed it and it was cold and he took a picture so i showed the band the picture and one by one around the circle watch everybody completely fall apart josh i thought was gonna die i thought i was gonna vomit because we literally just ate dinner i remember this now holy how did i forget this and now we call it sushi time when we're really excited I wow yeah that was the barn wedding right that was the fap fap wedding as well the fap what well fap was born then right yeah yeah well we were discussing you know fap for those of you that don't know is the sound that one makes yeah. when they when fapping when fapping just look it up I'm not just gonna go up. there but um <laughs> I'm not gonna go. I don't even know how that joke necessarily started but at the end of the night. When uh, we were basically threatened to be unplugged because this guy lost his fucking mind and was like, his neighbors were complaining. I'm like, well, maybe you shouldn't have had a wedding venue in somebody's backyard and stop screaming at my 22-year-old sound guy or I'll punch you in the fucking dick. And uh, so we had to do Proud Mary, which is like our, that's our closer song. We get everybody out on the floor. Everybody takes a solo. It's like we bring everybody out on the floor for one last dance. It's, I mean, look it up online. I have several videos of us doing it. It's a fucking banger. And it's our last song. And the guy's like, turn it down. We did it. It It was was like, like you build the momentum. And then our fucking, it was like, big wheel, keep on turning. And I just wrote no fap oh. on the iPad. Yeah. Oh, and as soon as I saw that, <laughs> I fucking died. Because you were right in front of me, so I could see your iPad. And I was like, oh, I love no. I love writing notes to, to Josh on my iPad. It's great. Because it takes me a while to see him sometimes. So I'll just be playing. He wrote it like five minutes ago, and it's still there. And I'll look over, and I'm like, no fap. <laughs> and I'll leave it alone, but sometimes if it takes him too long, <laughs> yeah. I like point. Yeah, yeah I point yeah. like I'm so proud, like I'm pointing at it, like look, <laughs> look, 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 Josie. <laughs> oh my god! And then I then I look at Andy and I tell him to look, and then <laughs> then he's like, then he just starts dying. Oh my god! I mean, it's never dull. I I think no. It, there's a good balance for as much of a twat as I can be. I I do make well, people laugh a little bit i think that but that's the cure for like weddings though in general because like they're so fucking but i gen- know, like, i talked to a couple today i said we genuinely have a good time oh we i i don't have any memories of bad weddings with you um or bad gigs in general i mean there's gigs that i haven't played well and i was like mad at myself but like that's i mean i i can think of uh probably 30 silvero gigs that have just been a fucking nightmare yeah you know uh when when you don't get a sound guy for your gig um <laughs> but there's so it's it's interesting though because like the amount that's of, gonna have to be a whole other podcast by oh, the way. all right it should be um the, there's so many inside jokes and and you were just talking about the sushi thing i i have this one to tell you because i've been actually waiting to tell you this you're gonna love this when i was on tour last week we went to New York and Boston, and <laughs> this started in New York. The guitar player, Nick, that was on the tour, he's a super funny guy. He works at the Village Studios in, in, in L.A., and his girlfriend, Elise, was there, too. Um, <clears throat> and we were doing this thing where we would say something that would refer refer to, like, the name of a city. So, like, not, like, New York City, but, like, the Big Apple, right? Yeah. So we were in New York City, and we're walking through Riverside Park, and he looks around, and he's like, Man, it's it's kind of windy here. I I guess that's why they call it the windy city. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> what? And he's and then it just like he did it purposely. And then I I caught on and I was like, okay. So then we got to Boston <laughs> and I was like, 
you know, they got a lot of apple orchards here. I guess that's why they call it the Big Apple. But the, This city never sleeps. Oh, my God. No, the best one, though. This one was just so fucking stupid. And this is my sense of humor. I just totally turned it all around. We were coming back from a gig. And we were going through Queens or something. And there were bridges everywhere. And, I, you know, there's the Manhattan Bridge and the Williamsburg Bridge or whatever. And we're looking around. And I was like... Man, there's a lot of bridges here. I guess that's why they call it Bridge to Terabithia. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just And that's so... been Josh Morris. So. Yeah, it's just, but in the setting, though, yeah, it's one of those things I get that it. had to be there. No, I get it. And, yeah. like, the, the, the inside jokes yeah. are amazing. It's amazing. And it's fun because, like, I mean, I, I have a joke in my uh, coming uh, comedy album where I talk about using the microphone as if it were a penis Great. and jerking it off in Love the direction it. of the band members when Love we play it. certain songs. And it's totally, it's totally aggressive. It's, it's, uh, it's a, yeah, definitely a, a an HR violation, it's but 100% an eight. Luckily, Aaron Harks incorporated does not have an HR department. Thank God. These guys all know when they sign up, which means, Hey, you know, it's like, it goes both ways. Yeah. Oh yeah, me me and Cody and Kyle diddle each other all the time. <laughs> That's consensual. Yeah. I'm talking about like jokes and stuff <laughs> that we make. I obviously I'm not one of those people like dish it out, can't take it. But what's funny mm. is like you can completely defeat somebody by not letting it bother you what they yeah. say. So it's like somebody says like like I was on a trip last week and this a salesman that I was working with, like he he said bitch. And I was like, are you called you a bitch? Yeah. But like, ha ha ha, like oh, that. Like, <laughs> and I was like, like what that. are you, my dad? You know, and it was just like, oh. I just said something to just like, you know, just deflate oh, him. Shit. And he had nothing, you know, oh, but like when shit. somebody does it, you're like, oh, that's unique. You know, like, well, that, that's when you're like, oh, that got dark. You yeah. Know, like well, that, yeah. That's well, that's great. what I'll do. That's great. You're not going to get one over on me. Love that. Yeah. And Love also, that. like, that's a code of fucking honor. Like, I know that yeah. I'm a bitch. I worked really hard to be one. Yeah. But like when somebody says it and they're even jokingly trying to be like, I'm like, tell me something I don't know. What have you been talking to my husband? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but we have we all have a good time in the band. Oh, and yeah. so um, I don't know. Like, are you familiar with the movie Misery? With Kathy Bates, James Caan. Uh, uh, when she captures him yeah. and like, tortures him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I, it was a long time ago I saw it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we got to go because I got to uh, break your legs. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Josh, I feel like we could talk all fucking day. We never yeah. get anything done that we're supposed to. We've been working no. on albums for three years now. Got to do what you got to do, I guess. And that's fine. But we do have to uh, get to work. And this has been... It's always fun to talk to you. Yeah. You too. He's also <laughs> I we we skipped over, but clearly I'm mentioning that he's producing my comedy album and my music album. He is fantastic to work with. I shared some stuff with him that I felt very comfortable sharing, and that's not an easy thing for me. Like mm. I, he helped me write a song about my sister who passed 15 years ago, and there were tears, and I never once felt like embarrassed or shy to go over that with you. And that's a sign of not just a good human, but a really good producer. And you brought out some really great stuff in me, and I really look forward to working with you again and again because you're never fucking leaving, or I'll kill you. <laughs> or, or I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> But, no, yeah, but look him up. Like, listen, follow Josh Morris. There's probably more than one Josh Morris. So yes. if you find me, which I know you already have, uh, I will share the proper Josh Morris. He's got a mole. I do. It's a load bearing mole. <laughs> we can't... It's really in there. He can't if have I, it removed. If I took it off, my entire jaw would fall on the ground. So I, of course, asked him about it. Like, you know, like a dim witted four year old with no social cues. But I, I was curious. <laughs> And he was, that's a load-bearing mole. Oh, that's fucking awesome, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I've never had someone call it that before. I called it that that wow. day. Did you really? You must have blocked it out. I you don't probably, fucking remember shit that I said. No. Say. This is why your girlfriend doesn't laugh at you. I do forget a lot. Because you've of told things. her the same joke 800 times and you just don't remember. <laughs> probably. It's like, shut the fuck up, yeah, Josh. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it has been an absolute pleasure, though. Yeah, same. And same. I look forward to however many days we have left together. Me too. It's going to be fun. We're going to make some cool shit. Yeah, we will. Look him yeah. up, guys. Josh Morris. Like, listen, follow Spotify, Apple Music, Instagram, even the TikTok. 
Yeah, yeah, trying to do that. That's a whole different But animal. there's many ways to stalk this motherfucker. Yeah. And um, if you find out where his parents live, they have a pool, and his mom makes really good tacos. You can so, eat the tacos near the pool, not in the pool. Not My in the pool. Get mad about that. She makes hard and soft shell. That's true, yep. So whatever you prefer. She's a gift. She, she really is. is. No, she is, really. Yeah. Yep, for sure. um, all right, so again, Josh, love you. Thank you so much. Um, this has been Mistress of None. I'm Aaron Harks. We'll see you in a sec. Bye. You're listening to the Mistress of None podcast with Aaron Harks. That was Joshy Washi, Josh Morris. I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. We really did have a blast. We just laugh so hard. It's always sushi time with Josh. He is such a fantastic musician, and he has really very little ego, which is rare in this field. He He's just fun. He's just fun, and he plays, and he loves it, and he laughs harder than anybody I've ever met. And when I'm responsible for that laugh, it's a really good feeling. It's been so much fun having him in the band. I promise all of the threats of violence against him were jokes, kind of. I will be very sad if he goes, but we're going to get a lot of good work done before that happens. We are wrapping up my comedy album very soon, which I'm hoping will be released in November. Keep your eyes and ears peeled for that party. It's going to be a good, good time. And uh, like, listen, and follow this podcast, Mistress of None. Share it with your friends. Let's get some more listeners. Let's see how far we can go. Uh, you can listen all over the goddamn place. Share with your friends. Share with your enemies. I don't give a shit. They could be cool people. Just because you don't like them doesn't mean they're not cool. And also follow Josh Morris. Josh Morris, He, I'll post so that you know how to find him because I know he's got a pretty common name, unlike me. But he's... He's beautiful and wonderful, and you should follow all of his music. And I would say try and work with him before he goes, but don't because I'm going to take every spare second of that boy's life. So thanks so much again for listening. This is Aaron Harks. This is Mistress of None, and we'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.